Hallelujah. I hope everyone had a wonderful week. Let us begin with the meditation of the week from Psalms 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers, and under His wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder. The young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Amen. This week's message comes from Ephesians 2 verses 11 through 22. I'll go ahead and read it. Wherefore remember that ye being in the time past Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcision by that which is called the circumcision in the flesh made by hands, that at that time ye were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope, and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were far off are made nigh by the blood of Christ. For he is our peace, who hath made both one, and hath broken down the middle wall of partition between us, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments contained in ordinances, for to make in himself of twain one new man, so making peace. And that he might reconcile both unto God in one body by the cross, having slain the enmity thereby. 
and came and preached peace to you which were afar off, and to them that were nigh. For through him we both have access by one Spirit unto the Father. Now therefore ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints, and of the household of God, and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom all the building fitly framed together groweth unto an holy temple in the Lord, in whom ye also are builded together for an habitation of God through the Spirit. Amen. Let us pray. Father God, we are here today to hear your message. May the Holy Spirit anoint each and every one hearing your word of truth, receive the spirit of wisdom, understanding, and revelation. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus, name we pray. Amen. This week's title for the message is Power of the Cross of Christ, which made Gentile sinners the family of God. The Holy Spirit, and through King David's mouth, said in Psalm, 9, uh, Psalm 49, 20, Man that is in honor and understandeth not is like the beasts that perish. Now, seeing how the unsaved people living are in the modern-day 21st century, this word of God seems to be true. That's right. Although man was created to be more honorable than other creatures, we need to understand that man is the only one that sinned against God. There's no way to deny the word of God. In addition, countless number of Christians who are not saved, but just attending the church on Sunday, are only following their lusts unto the way of destruction. The word of one American pastor, a man of God in Christ, reminds me saying, America is now full of people living like dogs and pigs. Many, church, many churches have turned into a zoo filled with dogs, pigs, cows, and so on, making their own voices in the church. It is undeniable that if man does not realize that he lives with sin, he has no choice but to live a life worse than the beasts. Millions of people are addicted to alcohol, drugs, money, and sex without realizing it. Now, it's no exaggeration to say that this world is full of addiction. No matter how much we want to deny, this is the current address of Gentile sinners. Ever take a moment to stop and ask yourself in the mirror, what am I addicted to? Hopefully it's Jesus. But the world has it in this way. I call it three S's. Because whether it's sports, 
sex or screen. Screen being pretty much glued to the TV nowadays. Especially with the COVID-19 happening, can't go anywhere. Theaters are closed. So I guess it's time to uh, stick to the phones and iPads or what have you and spend almost all day watching dramas, movies, and so on. The three S's. The world must have it as an addiction. I want to think about that. Being nice and kindly rejecting the repentance of sin and acceptance of Christ Jesus as the one and only Lord and Savior, that's not being humble and kind. On the contrary, that's pride and arrogance. Meaning, uh, it's okay. I don't need Jesus in my life. I don't need him to uh, help me. I can manage. I'm okay. I can. I can. But the truth is that you can't. You're not okay. When you die and wake up in hell, then it's too late. By then, it won't be repentance. It's going to be regret. When a Gentile woman from Phoenicia came to Jesus and asked to heal her devil-possessed daughter, Jesus said something to really harsh. In Matthew 15, verse 26, he said, It is not meat to take the children's bread and to cast it to dogs. Wow, he called her a dog. We are able to see how people who live with pride in this age will react when they hear such kind of words of insult. But this woman said something so amazing to Jesus. In the next verse, she said, Truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Now we should be able to find the truth in what Jesus said to the woman. In verse 28, O woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee, even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. Guys, what is faith? If we turn to the well-known verse in book of Hebrews, chapter 11, verse 1, it says this, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now the world, however, says otherwise, right? Seeing is believing. But I tell you guys, when in doubt, always go with the words of the Bible. It's the truth. But not only that, lack in faith will not please God. If you read further down to verse 6. Hebrews 11 verse 6, it says, But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. We must meditate deeply and realize how Jesus said to the woman, 
great is thy faith. At that time, the Jews, who were physically circumcised according to the law given by God, who did not believe in Jesus as their Savior, but this woman believed in Jesus as the Lord. However, at that time, before Jesus died for the sins of the world and resurrected, this was in the dispensation of the age of law. Today, this is age of grace. It's different. So at that time, only the Jews were recognized as God's people under the law. However, this woman must have known that the Jews would deny Jesus and crucify him. And she even knew the resurrection of Jesus in the future. The gospel of Christ for her salvation. Jesus must have known of this woman who believed herself to be grafted into the branch from which the Jews are broken off for a while to eat the crumb which fell from master's table. Even in this age of grace, only small number of people believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and call on the name of the Lord. This woman knew this before the age of grace to come and call Jesus as the Lord. This woman had the same faith as the one who hung on the cross with Jesus and confessed to Jesus Christ. In Luke 23, 42, one of the thieves that was uh, staked on the cross, he said, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. All of us who were Gentile sinners were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers wandering in the world far from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world until Jesus shed his blood and died and then resurrected and sent the Holy Spirit, the Comforter. In addition, the law given to Israel became an unbreakable wall that separated us Gentiles from the Jews. And we were neither able to know Christ revealed in the law nor see him either. Until Jesus shed his blood and died and then resurrected, we were all Gentiles who had nothing to do with God. We're able to find this from what Jesus said while sending his disciples. In Matthew's chapter 10, verses 5 through 7, Go not into the way of the Gentiles, and into any city of the Samaritans enter ye not. But go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And as ye go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Apostle Paul testified to the Ephesians, who were once Gentile sinners before. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 14 through 18. For he is our peace, who hath made both one, and hath broken down the middle wall of partition between us, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments contained in ordinances, for to make in himself of twain 
one new man. So making peace, and that he might reconcile both unto God in one body by the cross, having slain the enmity thereby, and came and preached peace to you which were afar off, and to them that were nigh. For through him we both have access by one Spirit unto the Father. Apostle Paul testified that this great grace of God is revealed in the Gospel of Christ. He said this in Romans 1, verse 16, For I am not ashamed of the Gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek. That's right. Although the Jews received the law, they neither understood of themselves as sinners, nor realized that they should be saved through faith in Christ, revealed in the law. And the Gentiles were ignored from Christ. So therefore, whether the Jews or the Gentiles were not able to receive the promise of the Holy Spirit given through Abraham. This is the reason why Jesus Christ had to abolish, abolish the law that confined them all in sins. The only way to abolish the law, God made Jesus begotten Son of God, a man, and transferred all sins of the law in, onto his flesh and judged his body cruelly. Apostle Paul testified to the saints in Rome of this in Romans chapter 8, verses 3 and 4. For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin, condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. When Jacob fell asleep in the wilderness through a dream, God foreshadowed that he would do the work of reconciling between heaven and earth through Christ, his seed. Genesis chapter 28, verses 12 and 13. And he dreamed, and behold a ladder set up on the earth, and the top of it reached to heaven, and behold the angels of God ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham thy father, and the God of Isaac, the land whereon thou liest, to thee will I give it, and to thy seed. When Jesus Christ, the seed of Jacob, shed blood on the cross to take away the sins of the world, God sent a ladder that would make peace between the heavens and the earth, so that the angels would rise and fall up and down the heavens and the earth. He showed in advance 
that he would raise believers in Christ to heaven. We must deeply meditate and realize the meaning of the great confession of faith that Apostle Paul confessed in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you, save Jesus Christ and him crucified. If both Jews and Gentiles do not deeply understand that Jesus Christ was crucified for one, each and one of them, no matter how much knowledge of the scripture is known, it is useless. Because Apostle Paul was deeply aware of this truth, he was able to completely deny himself for the sake of Jesus Christ and follow him and be willing to lay down his life for the gospel of Christ. Jesus was forsaken by God for each one of us. And his whole body on the cross became like a barbecue that was burned to be as red, bloody warm. He was judged for the sake of our spirit, soul, and body in the most miserable way. He made for us to give the eternal redemption by shedding his blood and waters for us. Now the cross of Christ became a ladder to reconcile the Jews and the Gentiles unto God, who believe in Christ without discrimination. And it has made all of us to be the family of God, dwelling with Him forever. If we turn to John 14, chapter 14, verse 6, this is another well-known verse. We all know it, right? Jesus said this, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. So, in the age of grace, Jesus is the only way, because Jesus is God in flesh. Going back to the cross, and the two wings on the cross extending from left and right represent the Jews and the Gentiles to be one in the church of God through abolishing the law that was the enemy through the blood of Christ. And secondly, there is the commandment to love thy neighbors. Before we close out today's message, I want to ask you, have you been saved? Have you received Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Do you have sins? In the Gospel of Mark, chapter 7 lists the sins if you don't, if you don't know what they are. It is what comes out of man's heart. It says this, from, For from within, out of the heart of men, Proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, 
wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, and foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defile the man. So where are you going if you die today with sin? A sinner will die in his or her sins and will go to hell. However, the faithful and true Lord Jesus Christ loves you. And if you wholeheartedly repent for not believing in the gospel of Christ, which is this according to 1 Corinthians 15, chapter 15, how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. And if you receive him as your only Lord and Savior, you can avoid the eternal damnation. Will you receive him today? But you must invite the Lord Jesus Christ to enter your heart. We'll do the sinner's prayer together, but this is your prayer. You can pause it. You can slow it down. Write it down. Repeat after me. Lord, I am a sinner. I know that I shall be judged and will be sent to hell because of my sins. However, I believe in Jesus Christ, who was judged and died on the cross instead of me. Now I open my heart to accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Please come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior forever. Please lead me in your way so that I may serve you. Thank you for cleansing of my sins by the blood of Jesus. Thank you for saving me from the destruction of hell. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus, name we pray. Amen. Please share this message with friends and family members who still have not been saved. God bless you, and may the grace and truth of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus, be with you. Amen. This week's message and all other recordings in English and Korean can be found on our website at WGMI.org. More episodes can also be found on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and on TuneIn Radio app by typing WGM Church in the search field.